Hello, and welcome to Sports View with Simon Recover. I'm your host, Simon Recover. Special edition of our head-to-head, since we have three uh, games kicking off uh, the slate for Week 12 uh, tomorrow for Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, uh, by the way. Uh, and a correction to my Tuesday morning quarterback, I was giving myself an extra win somehow. Uh, Katie was 9-6, and six, I was 6-9, and nine, so she picked up three more games. The season standings are 100 uh, wins for Katie and 96 for me. Uh, somehow I was giving myself 97. Uh, kind of sounds like how I play one-on-one, how I play pickup basketball games. <laughs> They're always saying, wait, how, how did you get an extra basket? I, was, I, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, you, you have to try and catch up somehow to me, so that's how you had to do it, yeah. by cheating. Oh, whatever. But you know what? Even your mom's your mom says told me not to feel bad because you're 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 kicking her butt. Also, by the way, your mom, uh, no, she's she's our biggest fan, biggest supporter. We always appreciate her uh, her comments and her sharing and everything. So, and everybody definitely like and and share um, the the episodes. Um, and actually, I found out that the the ratings because I was wondering sometimes um, it shows me with zero views on certain episodes. Well, all these episodes that are being watched from other platforms or whenever you click on like the Facebook link or uh, people are watching, but we're, it's not going on record from uh, actual anchor. So I think it's just a way so they don't have to pay me more money. But but uh, it's so weird because you get into it and you start to see what you could do. And people start saying, do you want to buy viewerships? Like, what the hell? Like, I guess there's a program and it gives you more views than what what you actually get but then it makes you look like you're more up there and and then it it, it gives you exposure through that through like fake fake views uh so it, it's a it's kind of a tricky game too and kind of a, a shady thing uh on its own but i'm just um i don't have to buy viewers i'm i'm going to just ha- let this thing grow as as it does and and i, I don't really care. i'm not i'm never going to be fake not even with saying that you know however many people view my, my show or not. Uh, and I know more people view it out there than now that I I've realized this more people are actually viewing than I actually see. And so I appreciate everybody. And so, uh, you know, any, anybody that's out there that is also doing a podcast, realize that as well. It's all a big game and you, you probably are having more viewership than you are. So don't ever get discouraged by thinking, you know, what the hell? I know people are listening because people share and, and watch the link and then compliment you on whatever the episode is or whatever you you had to say. Uh, but anyway, be that as it may, let's just move on. It's week 12, and uh, after another wacky week, I keep getting to within one game of Katie, and then she extends the lead. I, I start uh, rolling the dice on a few picks, and it's just this trying to predict – which ups, which games are going to be the upsets, and then st- still trying to get the other games correct. Um, it's just it, it, it just it, that, that's where it gets confusing. And any type, this is probably why the winners of most of these uh contests where you pick the pros f- throughout the year, the winners are usually somebody that's enter has like 20 entries or so because they just play a numbers game and they mix their numbers and their picks, and it's not really the teams, they just mix numbers. And they have better results for the season on at least one of their cards. Um, so they end up winning these grand prizes and all that. But if everybody was limited to just one pick, one pick per per week for this season, uh, I think everybody would get stumbled on on several of these weeks where there's a lot of upsets. And you can't predict all that. Plus, plus the ones that are, you know, not upsets. So I don't know. 
But let's get into it, uh, starting with uh, the Thursday uh, Thanksgiving games. The game that uh, is getting, uh, you know, shit on uh, the Lions and Bears will start off with that one. Uh, you know, everybody says what a terrible game to have on, and and Watson's going to end up being probably the, the most exciting of the three games. Because I don't look at records being a football fan. Um, you know, if it if it turns out to be a good game, it's a good game. But although on paper this one looks like it is going to be a shitty game, it's not going to be worth waking up so early. But uh, but it will be on my TV, and uh, and I'll watch no matter how how bad it will be. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and pick Detroit in this one. Uh, it's going to be injuries and be different quarterbacks. You know, the quarterback, Tim Boyle, that's starting for the Lions, he was a uh, backup to Aaron Rodgers. He actually excelled in Division II uh, uh, college football to get drafted into the NFL, but he transferred to Division II after having a non not stellar career at, 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 uh, at Connecticut where he threw one touchdown and 13 interceptions. I'm not lying. That, that was his college stats in Division I. One touchdown and 13 interceptions. But then he transfers to double A, to a double A school, excels and get, makes it to the NFL. But uh, that's <laughs> that's just uh, that that just uh, baffled my mind. But I am going to go Detroit because I think uh, they're just going to dig down deeper and they're more used to these uh, Thanksgiving games. And uh, mm-hmm. no other reason. It's, it's going to be a shitty game, and I think the Lions may just get their first win. What do you think, Katie? <laughs> Uh, well, uh, I'll definitely be watching as well. I, I watch football. I don't care who the matchup is. And we have a few barn burners this week that are not going to be good at all. So this Chicago at Detroit's actually not going to be too bad in my opinion. I mean, it's a division matchup. Um, and, um, it, you know, there's all this drama going on in Chicago this week. Um, but there's, you know, Detroit's not that good of a team either. And so I think it's funny that you keep rolling the dice on Detroit and I've pretty much given up on Detroit at this point. I've picked them a couple of times and they screwed me over at this point in the season. So I'm going to take Chicago, you know, Andy Dalton's coming in this week to play quarterback. He's a veteran quarterback. He's, he's backed up before as well. So, um, I think the, uh, the bears will get it together a little bit on offense this week and be able to score, uh, a couple more points than Detroit. I think it'll be a close game, uh, something like 28-24 Chicago. Yeah, and I'm just thinking the whole Matt Nagy thing is something. There has to be some truth from the rumor mill like that or something, you know, so, you know oh, something for like, sure. something yeah, like that to if, leak if, out. <laughs> it, it has to have if, made, yeah. if Chicago does lose this game, he for sure is fired. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. He ain't getting on that plane back to Chicago. That's for damn sure. Yeah, no, no. The, the fans are already – they've been calling for his head and everything. And then now, uh, you know, and whether it's wishful thinking and the creation of the media, but I think somebody in the front office of Chicago, and then they have their bye week coming up, uh, I believe, after this. So, um, Or they have, you know, sort of a mini bye week anyway. But um, I, I think somebody leaked it out to sort of prepare everybody that this is coming and probably to excite the fans like finally because you had this offensive guru and he was in high demand and other teams were competing for his services as head coach and he's never delivered on this magical offensive genius that he, you know, that he was scouted. Uh, moving on, lost the Raiders at the Cowboys. I know where you're going and I'm going that same direction. You know, I'm a... I'm a buyer in the Cowboys. I think it was a fluke game with the Chiefs. Um, and, the you know, Chiefs defense stepped up and 
And uh, but the, the Cowboys had their moment, their opportunities, and and I just they, it was just the mistakes and some bad throws and and just people not in the right spots. So the communication, I think, more between uh, Duck and the receivers. To me, that it, whenever they replayed it, it just seemed like he was throwing the ball where he expected the receiver, and the receiver, uh, I don't know if he ran the wrong play or or didn't, uh, just wasn't getting that reading because you know um mostly like i've always told people about the basketball teams i played on in the rec leagues the the best teams that i've played on aren't aren't them weren't the most talented but they're the ones where we played together the most uh the, the longest amount of time and then you start you don't even have to talk to each other um you you just uh you know you just know where, where somebody's gonna be and all that stuff and then that's how this team has gotten and i just think the cowboys had some miscommunications on on where they thought that they, that they were and i think they'll, they'll They'll get it corrected this this week, I think, against the Raiders. And then uh, Katie, uh, any disagreement? Uh, no, no, of course not. You know, I'm taking Dallas. And uh, I think just to add to last week's big problem, too, is uh, they were missing Tyron Smith on the offensive line. And historically, ever since we've drafted Tyron Smith, um, when he goes down, that offensive line plays completely different. And that just that Chiefs defensive line was able to just get at Dak and throw him off a little bit, and you're right, and the receivers need to start catching these balls too because that's one thing that's been pissing me off, off a lot since they came came back from their bye week the last month. That Even Amari Cooper, he's been dropping passes too. So that, that's been some mistakes that they've made, but I think they get back on track this week. You know, Vegas is just – they're just falling down the toilet right now, and it's, it's going to be difficult for them to get back up. So I got Dallas winning this one, uh, something like uh, 35-24. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, though, I think the Raiders, the emotions that they've put, you know, they had that two game winning streak when everything initially happened after, after Gruden and then the rugs uh, just kind of devastated them and rugs was having a good season and it was a, a major player for them. And they're trying, they're trying their best. I'm sure, you know, they, they always talk about their good week of practice and that they're just, they're just going to hang in there and stick together. But yeah, I think this is a, a team that's just going to finish, uh, going down, and then the whole coaching staff is going to be completely gone. It's going to be all just completely renovated, and then we'll see what happens with the team and and, and moving forward. But yeah, um, Cowboys is the pick here, and then uh, Bills at the Saints. Uh, this one, I you know Buffalo, they're coming off of a bad loss last week, um, and uh, you know so is New Orleans, and they're not they're I mean they're on their third string quarterback right now, so it's pretty difficult to believe in them. Other than Sean Payton, um, he's proven what a really solid coach he is because they've been able to maintain uh, at least being a, a decent team right now. Um, but I think Buffalo is going to bounce back this week, and I think Buffalo is going to go into New Orleans and get the win. Um, something like uh, uh, thirty to uh, fourteen. Okay, yeah, and I think Buffalo is gonna be. I don't. I don't. I didn't really predict scores here, but um, I think they're gonna pull out. They haven't played two consecutive bad games, even though they've had two of their last three games have been losses. The Indianapolis Colts game, loss wasn't really a bad loss because the Colts are kind of streaking now and they're getting hot. So and they're becoming a team to watch out for with with uh, with their offensive powers and 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 uh, possibilities and and people forget T Y Hilton has been hurt most of the season now he's starting to be healthy, although he's not getting the stats. Him being healthy means that they have to pay extra attention to him, which opens up uh, uh, opportunities for the other receiving cores. And then now they're they're starting to click uh, a little more. So I don't think it's such a bad loss. And I I did think that the Colts were going to beat the Bills. 
And uh, but yeah, the Bills haven't had two back to back bad games this season. I do think that they'll bounce back uh, at New Orleans with with a depleted um, offense there, and 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 the Saints they can only dig into the well too uh, you know too many times before before you, there's no more water. Uh, so that that will do it for uh, yeah Thursday's games, and then I lost the page here for. Okay, there we go. Now we're on Sunday. It's technology at its finest. Uh, I'm going off of a of off of a, <laughs> a guidebook that has the game. So, uh, yeah. So bear with us here. Um, all right. Now moving on to Sunday, we have um, Steelers at the Bengals. Uh, Steelers at the Bengals, man. It looks like uh, Ben Roethlisberger should get COVID more often because, man, he came out last week and actually had, like, his best game of the season. He was, like, throwing these passes that were, like, extremely accurate and in these just just right there for the receiver to get them. I mean, even though they lost, but he, he looked really good for once. So um, maybe it's the COVID. Uh, but this week, I think Cincinnati's going to – get the win um pittsburgh they they just they just can't really get it together their offense is shoddy um their defense is is injured um and cincinnati they they seem to get back on track last week against vegas um and i think cincinnati will win a close one uh 21 to 17 yeah i'm I'm gonna go cincinnati as well um i just think they're the better team and they're at home in a divisional game and uh I think they're clicking a little better, and I don't know. Same thing with uh, you know Roethlisberger. He's been he's been good, but at what point is he going to taper off to what he's actually has been in recent years? I just don't know if it's going to be a permanent uh, uh, zone that he's in, or how long it's going to last. So I like Cincinnati as well. And the game, I mean, people that cap on the Lions and Bears for Thanksgiving, this one is probably worse on paper. Jets at Texans. Oh my God, this, yeah, this has got to be like the shittiest game of the week. Um, and it was difficult to pick because both teams are trash. Um, but I ended up taking the Jets just because Houston got a win last week. So more than likely that means they're going to lose this week. And the Jets are probably due for a win at this point. So it's probably going to be one of those sloppy games. And uh, I, I think the Jets will eke one out. Yeah, and for for the Texans to have upset the Titans, a divisional game, then whatever. Yeah, it, oh, it was just a fluke game, and I just don't see the Texans winning two in a row any time this year. So I, I it was just too too hard for me to imagine. So I I, I also think the Jets are going to squeak this one out. Uh, but yeah, it's not the game that I'll be eyeing uh, when I'm at the sports book or anything. So uh, you know, I'll just look at the score and see see what's going on. Or unless you know, if there's some excitement towards the end, you know, I'll watch and see what happens there at the end. Which it could be one of those games that's just an ugly game, comes down to the last possession. Uh, but I like the Jets as well. Um, and then here's a tough one: Buck, Bucks at the Colts. Yeah, this one, uh, this one was tough for me to pick just because, you know, uh, right now Tampa has some really big holes in their team. And I mean, right now they're suffering from some injuries, um, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And their secondary is just, it's just decimated and it's just not playing well. And their pass rush, they've been missing Vita Vea for a couple weeks as well. And their pass rush hasn't been the same since. Also on the offensive side of the ball, they've been without Antonio Brown. 
And Gronk just came back last week, and you can tell that the, the team plays a lot different with them in the game. And also, they do not have a ground game. Uh, so I think this game's going to actually be really tough for Tampa, and I'm actually taking Indianapolis in this one. Uh, their their ground game is, is amazing right now. Jonathan Taylor had five touchdowns last week, and that offensive line is just blocking like the best offensive line in the league right now. They just look amazing. And uh, Carson Wentz, he's, he's uh, making the right decisions at the right time, and I think this is going to end up being a really good game, probably the best game of the weekend. And uh, I got the Colts winning a close one, uh, 28-21. I'm sorry, 28-27. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I like the Colts as well. Um, some The Bucks lost two in a row, and they were showing signs of, of some weaknesses in their in their, in their in their armor. They come back. They, they get a nice win They over the Giants of all teams. And somehow everybody starts saying, oh, yeah, now they're back on track. And they're, but the eyeball test, when I was watching even the Giants game, I, I see I it was just – they're they're not a flawless team that they have they have some flaws there. The Giants just don't aren't talented enough to uh, you know to take advantage of it, or, or or they just weren't the team to be you know they were the right team for Tampa to be playing at that time, and they they got away with stuff, but um with with some deficiencies in their game, and I just I don't I'm not convinced that they're back or that they're clicking or or that you know. And I just think uh, be that there's they're still a solid team this year, and, and it's going to be a good game. I think the Colts at home and with the with the streak that they're on and the confidence they're playing with, I think they're also going to squeak out a, a, a close victory. So I like the Colts as well. Um, Falcons at the Jaguars. This is the other horrible game of the weekend. Um, I, I, it was difficult for me to pick this one too because both of these teams are just playing like straight trash. Uh, but I ended up going with picking Atlanta in this one. Um, I mean, really, it's a it's a coin flip on who's the worst team. But Atlanta's got a little bit more going for them on the offensive side of the ball, so I think they'll be able to score some more points and uh, get the win in Jacksonville. So I got Atlanta. Yeah, and then I like uh, uh, also in a, in an ugly game. Uh, give me give me Atlanta as well, and then. Uh, also, another game that's not really – it's kind of weird. You know, you go through the schedule and it's like uh, here we have – you know, we just talked about the Bucks and Colts and great game too. And then, then the very next game on the list is, is a crappy one. But that's just how it goes. Uh, uh, but I like the Falcons as well. Uh, I just don't think – the Jacksonville is like Houston. Uh, I just can't imagine them winning two in a row uh, anytime this season or, or even having two good performances back-to-back. Um where they lose close. Um, so, and I'm sorry, you picked Atlanta, right? Yep. Okay. There we go. I'm all putting your name on the wrong spot. <laughs> so, <laughs> the controversy. Yeah, don't make me. Don't take yeah, don't yeah, give no, me. Don't no. At least, at, at least we have we we have replays. <laughs> we have it on voice, so you can't we can't take it back. So we we can instant replays pretty quick here uh, when you do podcast because obviously once you set it uh, and it's there recorded, it it's there forever. So we always could have gone back and and been corrected. Um, Panthers out Dolphins. I'm going to go ahead. Obviously, I'm going to ride with my Panthers. Well, not obvious. I have picked one time against them this season and probably not again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to ride with the Panthers. They they actually played well. Uh, you know, Ron Rivera and the, and the Washington former Panthers coming in back to Carolina. I mean, 23 staff members uh, either on the t- players 
and coaches were were retained by by coach Rivera so it was a homecoming for for you know a lot of former Panthers that came in there uh, Cam had called Heineke, Heineke called him Heineken at one time and so uh, he's actually you know he stepped up and I, I can't uh, my childhood best friend that died of cancer a few years ago, Shaquay, uh, Dennis, he's, uh, I know we would have, our banter back and forth on the text when our teams played, uh, it would have been, I'm sure, epic uh, this past week. So for as uh, as much as uh, most losses hurt for me uh, last week, I, I just wasn't as hurt. You know, I was kind of like sort of happy for, for Coach Rivera and, and everything. But that being said, Cam had a good game. He's, he only had nine days with the team and his first full start, and he played the whole game and, and was there, He you know, mistake-free, although he got sacked on that fourth down at the end. And I think on those two-minute drives, the key, uh, just like Joe Montana always said, you have to go for first downs. If you keep getting first downs, you're going to be in good shape. And he was still dumping off some short passes and hoping the receivers could run the extra yards, and uh, it just wasn't happening. Panthers at Dolphins, uh, it's memorable as a matchup for me because it was November 4, 2001. I had a fight. At a, I actually came to Reno and fought at the Pepper Mill on, on Univision um, on a Sunday afternoon uh, boxing that they used to have, and I was on the card. But I remember that day. It was the Panthers and Dolphins that played, and, and I was watching that actually in the dressing room. <laughs> and uh, it was uh, Damon Craig. He was an Auburn quarterback. He had been a backup, and he finally got his first start. He was having a great game. And on a, on a scramble play, he was kind of ahead of his time. He was one of these running quarterbacks back then, uh, anybody that remembers Damon Craig. And he scrambles, he goes out of bounds, hurts his ankle, and that was pretty much the end. I don't think he ever got another opportunity in the NFL. Oh, he was with the Washington Redskins. I remember seeing uh, uh, Steve Spurrier at Celebrity Golf in Tahoe, and I asked him, and this was pre-internet, before internet blew up with all the, you know, uh, breaking news and stuff. So I asked him how Damon was doing and he says, Oh, I wish uh, we could have kept him. We just, we had five quarterbacks come into camp and we recently had to let him go. And I think that was the last I heard of Damon uh, Craig being on any uh, NFL team or trying out for any team. But uh, that that's every time I see Panthers against Dolphins, I remember November 4th, 2001, but I like the Panthers in this one by you, Katie. Uh, yeah, I got the Panthers as well. Um, yeah, like you said, last week it was a close game. And also Cam is still working his way into this offense. Um, on that last drive, actually, what I noticed a lot is that he actually was he was doing the check downs, like you said, and he had other dudes who were open a little bit closer to the first down or maybe had a better shot at getting a first down. And there were also a couple times where it looked like he wanted to run instead of just, you know, throw it. So I think those are just a little couple of things that he needs to work on, and I'm sure he'll get that fixed and worked out, especially going up against Miami, who is not a good team at all, and you never know what to expect from them, whether they're going to show up or whether they're not. They're on a little winning streak right now, but I think that's going to end this week, and I think Carolina gets the win, uh, something like 28-24. There you go. That's the intelligent uh, pick, and uh, Katie's not dumb. Uh <laughs> Uh, That's no, why I'm ahead. Uh, hey. I got the four game lead, homie. <laughs> all right, hey, it's all right. We we got a few weeks left, <laughs> um, and plus I control the show. I can always change picks. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, um, another solid game on, on the schedule: Titans at Patriots. Yeah, this is going to be a really good game. Um, you know, it's got um, Bill Belichick going up his, uh, up against his former. 
former player uh, who coaches the Titans now. Yeah, uh, Mike Rabel yeah. used to be a great defensive linebacker for the Patriots. And, won a and receiver, he, he, he caught several touchdowns. But it seems exactly. every time you every time he was in as an eligible receiver, you knew it was going to go to him, or they were going to do a play, and he'd still get it, and he'd still score a touchdown. <laughs> Exactly. And and actually, the last time the Titans were in New England was that playoff game a couple years ago yeah. when Tom Brady's last play as a New England Patriot was he threw that interception for a touchdown to the Titans. And so, uh, uh, you know, Mike Brable actually hasn't been a bad coach against New England. And uh, this week, you know, New England's uh, flying high right now. But I think Tennessee's going to come into town and knock them back to, to, to earth. Um, I think their defense is going to step it up. And their offense is going to put together enough to to get the win. And uh, I think Tennessee is going to upset uh, the Patriots this weekend and get a nice win, uh, something like uh, 28-26. Yeah, no, and then Mac Jones, uh, his statistically at this point in his career, they're, they're comparing him, his stats to Tom Brady's stats at, at the same time in their careers. It's different. Tom wasn't the number one, you know, or first round pick or anything like that. He, he, he worked his way up there. But yeah, but actually Mac is a little ahead on, on the stats for right now. So uh, hold the GOAT talk. 20 years from now, Mac Jones would be, you know, surpassing Tom Brady. No, 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 that's if you uh, if you pay attention to all this or what they say where they're at now. They're on, Tom Brady has had the incredible longevity in his career, and he sustained it um, pretty much injury-free for the most part. But then he's bounced back from all his injuries when he has gotten hurt. But um, this one, I remember that game, that, that, that playoff game, and Vrabel was walking – onto the field from, from the, from the locker rooms and, and they got him. He was sweating like a pig and I, he looked like he had just puked probably um, um, before he was probably super nervous and he was shaking. Like you could see him kind of shivering as he, as he was being interviewed before the game. And he was like saying how they have to play to the top of the, they have to be their, their, the, the perfect game and they have to have, you know, this, and I just thought, man, he's he's either sick or he just puked or he's just super nervous. Like he was sweating like a pig, and but he he pulled it out. I actually think the Patriots are gonna still continue this this wave that they're on, and I'm gonna go with uh, New England in this one. Um, you know the and the NFC East going back to the Panthers. We're now we win zero and four this year against the NFC East. And uh, so now uh, that's kind of scary for the tiebreaker situation for the wild card if it comes down to an NFC East team. And here another rivalry, and it seems it seems you have the Cowboys and everybody else. They're all battling for like the number two seed in the division and hoping for a wild card with that extra game and and whatever could happen. Eagles at the Giants. How how do you view this one? Uh, this one, you know, Philadelphia is playing pretty well right now. Um, and the Giants, man, you know, they just fired Jason Garrett because uh, I don't know why you would hire Jason Garrett in the first place, but uh, that's cool. I wasn't shocked by his firing at all. I mean, not that he's the only problem with that team, but I just wasn't surprised by that move. But I got Philadelphia winning this one. The Giants, they're just, they're just not a good team at all in any way, shape, or form. And Philadelphia, they seem to have a little bit of a spark. I, I don't really believe in them as any type of threat um, in the postseason if they are one of the wild card teams that makes it. Um, but uh, they are playing well right now, so I'm going to go with Philly. Yeah, so am I. I'm going to go with the Eagles. We're going to speed it up here because we have three minutes to do five more games. So I've been talking cool. a bit longer than um, – uh, Chargers at Broncos. I'm going to go with Broncos. I think coming off the bye week and at home, 
uh bridgewater when he's when he's healthy enough uh he he, he plays mistake free football and i just think it's gonna be one of those games even though the chargers are coming off uh uh where their offense woke up against the steelers um i just going into denver they traditionally don't don't play well in these division games at denver uh with the altitude or but um i mean it's a different season but i'm gonna go denver um, I'm going to go with the Chargers in this one. It was a coin flip for me because I do agree with you on a lot of the points. And, you know, it is it is a division matchup, so they're always tough. It's definitely going to be a good game, close matchup. Uh, I just got the Chargers. I just think uh, the, the Justin Herbert's the real deal. He's playing really well, and Eckler's looking real good as well. Um, probably going to be an offensive shootout, but I got the Chargers. All right. Uh, and Rams at uh, Packers, I like the Rams. I think uh, they're going to uh... – go into Green Bay and, and pull it off. How about you? Uh, I actually have Green Bay in this one. Um, the Rams, uh, they play really well, uh, but uh, Green Bay, you know, they're coming off of a loss. Um, I think they're due for a pretty solid win. Um, it's going to be a close matchup, I think, but uh, I got Green Bay winning this one. All right. Uh, Vikings at 49ers. This one, uh, it was a tough pick because the Vikings are like a Jekyll and Hyde, and so are the 49ers. You just never know. But I think the Vikings – uh, have a little bit more offensive firepower, and I think they're going to pull it off uh, with a late drive or or late uh, late late score there that that's going to pull them ahead. All right. Well, we got a lot of differences going at rounding this out here because I tip San Francisco because I feel the same. Both of these teams, Jekyll and Hyde, playing the exact same way. You don't know what you're going to get from them on any given Sunday. But I'm going with the 49ers in this matchup. All right. Well, there we go. We'll be making up another game there. But uh, <laughs> um, Browns at Ravens. I'm going to stick the, the Ravens. I think uh, the Baker Mayfield's comments, this and that. But going into Baltimore, it's just, just going to be a tough game, period. Uh, and uh, I, I like the Ravens to squeak this one out. Yeah, I do too as well. You know, John Harbaugh, he is having, he's just a great coach. He's proven what a great coach he is, especially with the game they played last week. You know, Lamar Jackson just ended up being out and nobody even really knew that was going to happen. Um, and they still maintain, they've had so many injuries this season and they're playing great. Um, I got Baltimore winning. All right. And I like Washington over Seattle. I just think they're going to continue their little streak. How about you? Uh, give me the pick and then keep talking. And if we run out of time, it'll be okay. Uh, I got Washington as well. Seattle's just going down the tubes right now. The 